Hey there, welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a more compassionate, plant-based lifestyle. I'm one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. We have an amazing guest on the show today. His name is Dustin Harder, but some of you may know him as the Vegan Roadie. Dustin is the host and creator of the original vegan travel culinary series, The Vegan Roadie. And uh, we're going to be talking to Dustin today about his vegan culinary travels and his latest book, Epic Vegan. But before we get into that, we do have a new rating. Yay! Woo! I love new ratings. I love new ratings and I can't not lie. Okay, that's, no, that's enough. Um, I'm a little sick, so I may be delirious. I don't know. All right. So, all right. This is from Jillian1994, who says, Amazing! And she probably did sing it. I don't know. <laughs> this show is a wonderful place to learn about health, cooking, and ethics. I'm a vegan in grad school studying to be a registered dietitian. I love all of the topics these ladies cover and the conversational approach they use. They're relaxing to listen to while presenting new ideas and perspectives. Cool. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Jillian. 1994, really appreciate it. You know, we've gotten a good uh, flow of folks into our uh, Peas and carrots. What up, guys? That is our private Facebook group. It's they changed the name, by the way. It used yeah. to be called Closed, and now it's called Private. Private. And if you haven't, so if you're new to the group, or even if you're not new, but you haven't had a chance to go out to iTunes yet and leave us a rating, we greatly appreciate it because first of all, it pumps us up. Every time we get a new rating, I show Larissa and I say, "Look at this! This is so awesome!" So it definitely motivates us, reminds us of our why of why we've been doing this podcast for 332 episodes now. <laughs> And uh, it also helps people find us, which is really helpful. So thank you so much for all who have already left us a rating. And if you're about to, thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, before we get into our interview with Dustin, we do want to talk about the Ruby Online Membership course. Some of you may recall that last year I completed the Forks Over Knives course through Ruby and I was really impressed with their website. So uh, if you're not familiar with what Ruby is, it, in 2005, Ruby set out to capture the curriculum of a, of a professionally culinary school in high-definition video and deliver it online to home and professional cooks around the world. Now, I was skeptical. I've never taken a cooking course in my entire life in person or online. So I was really skeptical about taking one online when I took Forks Over Knives last year. Well, I, and you know, an online, uh, I mean, cooking school kind of makes it seem like you need to be there in person, right? Yeah. My mom has a degree in, yeah. in cooking and in culinary school. And she would tell me, you know, she'd have to go there in person. She completely Yeah, and, in a kitchen and everything. But with this one, you're in a kitchen, but it's your own kitchen. Yes. And at your own pace too, which is really cool. So... For $9.99 a month or $99 a year, you'll get access to 75 lessons and hundreds of chef-created recipes, more than 12 courses ranging from pasta to knife skills, personalized instructor support and grading. This was the part I was probably the most skeptical about when I took the mm -hmm. forks over knives because I wasn't sure like... How are they going to grade? But, you know, you really do get valuable feedback. You take pictures of your creations and the chefs, and they'll tell you, like, take a picture of it this way. Take a mm -hmm. like, For example, I did, I learned how to blanch, which I had never done before. And I was thinking, how are they going to be able to tell if I did this right? Well, they are, they know what they're doing. Like <laughs> so, by the colors. Exactly. And, the, and yeah. they know what color it's supposed to look and all that. So if you take a, a picture and submit it to them, they know, they can grade your your work. Right. 
And upon graduating, cool, 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 you'll get a certificate of completion. That's, That's right. really cool. You get the gold star. The gold star. <laughs> now, all along the way, what's really cool, too, is that you'll get interactive quizzes, which is very helpful. Ongoing, ongoing chef support, so they help answer your questions. And you'll also have an active online community, so you can see other people's questions, which is also helpful, because sometimes people ask things I didn't even think to ask. So that's very helpful. That's a good point. So for more information, you can head out to vegetarianzen.com forward slash Ruby membership. And uh, there'll be a link so you don't have to, but it's R-O-U-X-B-E membership altogether. Now, quick note, I did not know this, but Ruby, I, I had to look this up because I was very curious how they came up with a name. So Ruby, R, the the Rue in the Ruby, um, R-O-U-X is a transformative mixture used in classic cooking to turn a liquid into a soup or sauce. And B, the B part of the ruby, is means to be or exist. Uh-huh. So you put those together, they mean to transform the way you live. That is live. so cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I like I like to know the how they how certain things are named. I think that's really cool. Yeah. All right, are we ready to get into our interview with Dustin? Yes, and this is going to be fun. Okay. So Dustin Harder is the host and creator of the original vegan travel culinary series, The Vegan Roadie. When not traveling, he works as a personal chef, recipe developer, and culinary instructor. As a graduate of the Natural Gourmet Institute, Dustin has been featured in such publications as Eating Well, Veg News, Vegan Lifestyle Magazine, and Paste Magazine. His second book, Epic Vegan, is the follow-up to the Simply Vegan cookbook recently making the Forbes list of best vegan cookbooks. So without further ado, let's bring on Dustin. Welcome to the show, Dustin. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Hey, welcome. We're glad you're here. Yay. Yes. Well, before we get talking about your new book, Epic Vegan, let's uh, talk a little bit about you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, my name's Dustin and I uh, have a web series called The Vegan Roadie. It's like a plant-based version of diners, drive-ins and dives. We've got three seasons of that out. Uh, and when I'm not doing that, I'm a private chef and a cookbook author. Awesome. Now your show, when did that start, Vegan Roadie? We started filming that in 2014. That was almost, Larissa and I became vegetarians in 2013. 13. So that was yeah, 2013. Yeah. Uh, so that was right around the same time. And so uh, how, where did you start? Do you remember your very first episode? Yeah, we shot, we did the first episode in Ann Arbor, Michigan. The cameraman, uh, Drew Williams, who's amazing. He worked with me on the first two seasons. He's actually from Ann Arbor. Uh, and I'm from Saginaw, Michigan, about an hour and a half north of that. So um, it made sense to kind of start there. And we filmed at an awesome place called The Lunchroom. Um, and that was sort of like a pilot episode. We used it to get, you know, for our Kickstarter and everything. So everybody could actually see what we were up to. Um, and then, you know, from there we expanded the way we did the episodes and everything expanded, but that was the beginning at the lunchroom in Ann Arbor, Michigan. So you became a vegetarian in, or vegan, I'm sorry, you're a vegan in 2009. Yeah. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. 2008, 2009 started playing with it probably in 2008, but officially in 2009. Yeah. So what, what made you become vegan? I read a book called The Skinny Bastard, and it is it was, um, you know, it all started because of health. And I'm reading this book and looking at all the health things, but then, of course, it put all these other 
uh, it just educated me, but also entertained me at the same time. So I got very um, attached to that and sort of um, it resonated with me because it made sense to me that I was able to laugh, but then also take in facts at the same time. Um, and then it all started because of health, but then it has it has turned into all of the other things, you know, health, environment, um, animals, all of the things now. And did you just do that suddenly? I mean, was it just, was it a gradual, like with us? I say it was kind of sudden. We watched a couple of documentaries and, sure. and wasn't really planning on, but now hindsight, I think maybe I really was planning that and didn't realize I was, Yeah, you know, I was I, kind of moving toward that. Would you, sure. I mean, you even pick up the book, Skinny Bastard? Right, exactly. Is that like, were you kind of already thinking that way? I mean, honestly, I'll be so real. My, my initial reasoning for it is in the title, Skinny. I was like, oh, well, how can I maintain my weight? How can I get skinny, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the reason behind it. And then it became an overall health thing. Oh, well, these things, that thing, this will be better. That will be better. Um, but really, that was sort of it. So I, did, I wasn't going, oh, I'm going to pick this up and I'm definitely going to become vegan. Um, and I certainly didn't go vegan right away. I tried the all or nothing approach when I first started. And then, you know, there's the vegan police out there and I would feel like I was doing something wrong. So then I would go back to doing, you know, things the way, only way I knew how, which was using animal products. But um, as time progressed, I found my own path with it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then I gradually started, started replacing things um, and met some really cool vegans who were supporting, you know, my path in any way I was doing it. And then eventually it led to me, um, going on an all plant-based vegan diet. So when doing the, the show, what, what are some of the things that were surprising to you that you were like blown away by? Cause th- this was still kind of, you had already been vegan for a few years, right? Yeah. Yeah. So- yeah. Yeah. But anything surprising that stood out as you've tried? Um, you know, I don't know about surprising. Surprising was always the types of cuisine. I mean, the things that vegans do in the kitchen, they're either trying to, what always resonates with me is nostalgic stuff, trying to recreate things we thought we could no longer have as vegans. And when somebody nails it, um, I can't really think of an example right now, but basic things like mac and cheese and pizza even, when somebody nails those, it's just, it's mind blowing. And you sit there and you're going, I, even as a vegan after 10 years, I'm going, I can't believe this is vegan, you know? Right. That was surprising. But what was cool, the coolest part to see was the community, what's involved in all of these restaurants, these sort of mom and pop shops that are coming up just because they want to make a difference. They want to make a change in the world. The communities that sort of evolve around those and, and um, the compassion and caring nature of those people. Yeah, I think it's really important to remember there's a lot of folks out there, especially for new vegans or people looking to reduce, because we have a lot in our community that still eat meat, but are just looking to reduce. And very much like you, our story started because, uh, well, we watched the um, videos that I mentioned to you, but then as we started to try to eat more plant-based, it was challenging in a, in a sense because we did come across some of those judgy preachy yeah, places yeah. and i thought is this something i want to be able to do because right. really but i think it's important like you just said you keep kind of digging a little bit and not just and and seeing that there are people out there that are compassionate that are trying to help right right and also supportive of where you are exactly where you are that was the biggest thing like finding people who were like oh you tried that that's great or you tried that and you didn't like it well maybe try this instead and i i always say that too it was a lot about trial and error and people always ask me you know like what do you do when you start and i said don't give up like that's the thing like don't just try this one vegan cheese because you were trying to replace you know 
uh, dairy cheese and say, well, that's it. That was terrible. I'm done. You know, there's, especially now in 2019, there's so many things to supplement things that you think you can't have, you know, anymore that in, in some instances taste better than the animal version you were eating before. But at the same time, I've, I've found a lot of comfort now in like just eating vegetables. There's, and that's taken time, you know, but like, there's such a beauty to be found in just eating things that the earth is actually giving us, you know? Um, and it takes time and, and trial and error, but I just say, don't give up, you know? Well, you know, and I think that that's what's so important about uh, resources like the vegan roadie and, um, you know, all the, all the places that you've gone and traveled and shared. And I think that's just invaluable for people who are maybe new to, you know, a plant-based lifestyle, um, and just don't know where to look. And it's showing people what you're, what you're doing with your show is, is, you know, having fun with it, but showing people that there are so many options and you might find them in an unlikely places. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for saying that. And I, I feel that way too. The fun thing was a big factor for me from the beginning. I wanted people to feel that it was welcoming and not just the show, because I feel like the show to me, I wanted to represent a side of vegan eating that was welcoming and accessible for people and something that should bring joy to you. That's what food is at the end of the day. I mean, we're all trying to gather around a table and have an experience together, you know, and also, uh, you know, get satiate our palates and, and find nutrients, but like ultimately there's joy in food. And I, I feel like that was being squashed out of the equation, you know? Right. Well, you know, and we watched um, several episodes this morning while we were having our coffee. And I've just got to say, I think we watched, uh, we watched Portland, we watched Atlanta, and we watched Austin. Ooh. And I've got to say, you take the best bites of anybody I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like every bite you take, it's like it's the best bite you've ever had. Oh and my it's gosh. Like, oh, you know, and your facial expressions are so I just I want every, I want all of our listeners to go out and watch your show. Oh my um, gosh. It's like it's the best thing ever. You're so kind. I the truth is they usually are the best bite too. Everyone's always like, does it really taste that good? And I'm like, yeah, if it doesn't taste that good, I, which only happened a few times, we just wouldn't show it. You know what uh, I mean? That's because, what I was going to say. What do you do when you go, really? I'm sorry, but I really don't like this. Yeah, no, my biggest thing has always been to lift these businesses up. So the last yeah. thing I'm going to do, I'm not there to be like, well, this is terrible. If it wasn't yeah. good, I'd kind of be like, why don't we try something yeah. else? And you know what I mean? Because it's all down yeah. to opinion too. I certainly wasn't going to put anything in front of my face with eggplant on it like i know my yeah. palate i'm not gonna be trying eggplant on camera that's risky <laughs> so um yeah it's interesting side note larissa wants to move to portland ah, not, because, not because she's never ever been there but because she watched the show portlandia <laughs> <laughs> never been to portland I tell her, I you, i've been to portland and i love port i think it's great i think we have kind of our own version of portland here in austin just the vibe and everything sure but, um but i told her i i know her we've been together 18 years i said you the first cold snap and you're just gonna freak <laughs> <laughs> are you guys from like texas born and raised or are you used to the heat then i am born raised and like i said we'll die in in san antonio probably okay. because i love san antonio all my family's here and it's just such a it's a great little spot it's the metropolitan areas are really like Austin, I mean, it's like the weirdest spot in such a big, yeah, conservative state, you know. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> like, and then you're right though. When that cold comes, you're gonna be like, "What?" Yeah. 
Well, I grew up on the on the East Coast, and and I mean, I well, I kind of grew up all over. I I was uh, born here in San Antonio, but my dad was military, okay. so I spent a good part of my like between first grade and seventh grade um, on the East Coast, Maryland, and Virginia. So you know, we had blizzards and and stuff. Oh, you know, but, then you get the drill. I'm Michigan yeah, and raised, so I get yeah, the yeah. But I think that I mean, there's a difference between being eight years old and not having to drive in it and you know sure. getting to from school <laughs> yes. and not having arthritis and uh, you know yeah, i think it would be a little sure. bit different now i know the <laughs> woman she is now and that's what i <laughs> right, you right. will not tolerate one winter there <laughs> okay so let's you know while we're talking about the show real quick i did want to ask you is there any food that really or any restaurant i guess and i this might not be i mean i'm sure they're all so good but anyone that really stands out that you just thought this is incredible i could eat this every day you know uh and like obviously you're correct like there's so many amazing wonderful options out there but there are ones that always stick out in my memories uh no bones beach club which is started in seattle and now they've got one in portland and one in chicago i love them I love the owners. I love the food. Everything is delicious. The vibe is, again, it's that thing that I think that resonates with the three of us for sure, where it's just something, it doesn't matter that it's plant-based food. You go in and it's just delicious food, you know, mm-hmm. and they're, they're creating this fun atmosphere for everyone. So I just love that so much. There's a, um, you know, there's, there's any vegan diner I'm a fan of, but there's a vegan diner in Philadelphia called The Tasty that I'm absolutely head over heels for. I just love it, love it, love it. Nice. Um, so, I mean, it's, and clearly that shows you what kind of food I enjoy, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and those are the things that really speak to me because I feel that's something that resonates with everyone and I love it. But yeah, diner food, any of the diners are really good, but I really do love the taste. What about close to home? You said you, you live in New York, correct? Yeah, I live in New York, but we're actually moving to Atlanta in the next month here. So we're oh. just getting ready, packing on up now. But And we it, saw Atlanta. We saw yeah, we saw yeah. Oh, I love that episode. I had such a good time there. I can't wait to go down there and dig in a little bit more and see how I can (laughs) see how I can dig my heels in Atlanta and the food scene and get things going a little for myself. It's gonna be fun. Um, Yeah, uh, New York. I love all sorts of stuff here because there's really just stuff around every corner. But there's a place called Orchard Grocer on the Lower East Side. They just have amazing sandwiches, and you can kind of walk up to the counter, get your thing. Um, There's a Mexican restaurant. Me- Mexican restaurant, uh, what is it? It's J A J A J A. So what is that? Ha ha ha! Yeah yeah yeah. Ha ha ha! Ha Yeah. So that is delicious, super tasty. Um, but again, so many options in New York. Um, I love it so much. Yeah, we don't. We we have a lot more than uh, than I think most people realize here. And San Antonio is pretty good. I, Austin is just filled with a lot of vegan vegetarian restaurants yeah it's just up up the road well a good hour and a half up the road but it's that's all right close enough yeah exactly (laughs) okay so let's talk about your new book epic vegan this is the second book you've put out correct yes correct okay so i love the uh, first of all it's a gorgeous book i love recipes this is the first thing you know we get um some folks that ask us hey can you take a look at my cookbook and sure um, we get some great great cookbooks what i love what really stands out to me about a certain cookbooks is that it actually looks like something i'll make (laughs) oh good (laughs) these this is what i loved about these first of all the photos are spectacular but the food this is this is the kind of food that I dig. So um, 
on the back, it says, not your granny's home cooking. So yes. can, can you talk a little bit about that and how you yeah. came up with this idea for the book? I'm sure it was probably uh, influenced by the show too. Correct? Oh, for sure. For sure. And I want to give a special shout out to Ashley Madden, who's a dear friend of mine. She did the photos for the book and um, she did all the food photography. And Beautiful. she's uh, at Rise Shine Cook on Instagram. And she's amazing. She's going to have a book coming out in the next year. I can't wait for it. Um, you said Rise Shine Cook? Rise Shine Cook. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll make sure to link to her in the oh, show. Oh, fantastic. Soon. Great. Okay. Um, she did all the food photography food photography and she did a great job uh what was the question oh how the book was inspired (laughs) (laughs) it was those they in the last couple years there have been those crazy milkshakes that have been you know all over with like stuff piled high on top of them and you see them and you're like how the heck does someone even eat that and then i was like well okay but how do you eat it but more so how do you make one so then i was like let's help everyone make these at home so they don't have to go spend you know thirty dollars in a restaurant for a crazy milkshake um and then you can kind of make it to suit your needs as well you can either make it big and outrageous with a bunch of friends or you can do it on your own and i was kind of going back and forth about this idea and then i got on an airplane from doing some weekend with the veg fest and there was actually an in-flight magazine with this huge shake on the cover and an article about the crazy shake craze. And I was like, okay, this is a sign. So I got to writing the proposal for it. And that's what it is. It's, it's what I like to call stunt foods. It's combining a, funch, a bunch of crazy foods together to create wild over-the-top recipes that are Instagram-worthy. And they're not the sort of like, oh, let's put dinner on the, quick meal, on the table quickly meals. They're more like, oh, let's get together you know, with friends on a Friday night and like, create something crazy in the kitchen together. So I just wanted to inspire people to play with their food, essentially, you know, um, and that's what that's where the base of it is. But then also, I couldn't leave out the idea of like, oh, what if I do want to put something on the table quickly? So that's why the book starts out with three basic chapters, which are essentially basic recipes that you can use throughout the rest of the book to sort of build on top of each other to create epic recipes. So you have your basic recipes and then you have the options to go epic with them. So it's a choose your own adventure kind of book. You can be a home chef who's just starting out and still have a place to start with this book, or you can be an experienced uh, home cook who's just, you know, looking for uh, some more inspiration to build other things too. So um, I tried to make it as accessible as possible for everyone. Well, that's awesome. And, you know, I'm going to, we interviewed uh, a Forest Feast um, author a few weeks ago. And so I've been trying recipes from her book. So now I'm going to be switching over to Epic Vegan recipes from your book because these are awesome. Oh, thanks. One of the things that like you were just saying, what I liked is that like peppered throughout, as you mentioned, there's like simple things like potato wedges i think they were were drive-through potato wedges or something and then you have something later that maybe calls to use that if you want to like you said like to 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 pile it on i like the term stunt food too (laughs) (laughs) well it came from like you know when they cast like a broadway show with someone and you're like why would they be doing a broadway show and you're like oh it's to get ticket sales you know what i mean Uh, fast food restaurants have been building like taco bell's got the dorito shell taco which we have a version of it in this book it's the Noritos Los Tacos. So it's uh-huh. the Doritos, the version of the Doritos Los Tacos. So there's all like, it's heavily inspired by that too, like different versions of fast food things. Like you said, the drive through potato wedges, those are actually inspired by the KFC drive through potato wedges. So there's, it, it speaks to those people who think they can never have those sorts of things again, which has always been sort of at the core of what I do with food, you know? 
Well, I think that's so important because I think that's what one of the main things that people say is, well, you know, I don't want to be a vegan because I am never going to be able to eat this again. Or sure. I can't have this, whatever. And I think that the more you can um, make those things, um, create those things that remind people of those foods, yeah. I think the better it is. Yeah, I think so too. And a lot of times they're even better than the originals. Well, like with the Tex-Mex food, that very we're very fortunate. We have some good Tex-Mex food down here in San Antonio. And as I was mentioning to you before we started recording, Dustin, Larissa and I had our wedding catered by by uh, Fred at uh, Viva Vejeria. Yeah. And the, I think we were the only two vegetarians there. Maybe we had one or two guests except for fred vegan. except for fred <laughs> and steven <laughs> and steven but um people did not we didn't necessarily say it was yeah vegan and they anything, loved it right and they loved it they yeah, couldn't they believe it. and then when we told some folks oh who they, when they asked who's the caterer we told them it was a vegan caterer yep. they were just blown away and you're talking yeah. about in san antonio texas sure we don't joke about mexican food <laughs> yep yep <laughs> so that's awesome it always amazes me too at a mexican restaurant a traditional mexican restaurant that they're uh, this in any restaurant i would say these days but even more so in, a, in like a mexican restaurant when i go in and there's not more just readily available vegan options it's like the yeah. meat is always piled on everything i'm always so shocked by this still just right. in 2019 i was like there was one restaurant here i went to it wasn't a mexican restaurant uh in new york it's called gray dog i'm gonna call them out um <sighs> because every time i go in they have everything on their menu and they can actually make tons of vegan options if they wanted to it's just mm -hmm. kind of like they choose not to you know what i mean yeah yeah and you would be surprised i mean you would think that in a place like new york that i mean yeah. you know they would totally have the market for i mean people would buy it unlike maybe some place like in in the middle of nowhere in nebraska where nobody's yeah. gonna yeah, exactly. really look search for it but um yeah It'll happen we're on our way we're on our way it'll yeah. happen Get so. there. things have changed a lot i'm sure oh, you've seen because we became like i we became vegetarian in 2013 as i mentioned and you in 2009, even in this time since we become vegetarian, I've seen so many things changing. Mm -hmm. And it's and great. Even, I mean, seriously, since 2013, so since 2014, 15, when we started filming this, so much has changed. So it's really cool to see that progression. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in all of your travels, and now let me ask you this, were you a traveler before? I mean, was this something of a, that was a passion for you anyways, traveling? And yes. Then, this okay. is, so this yeah, was like this the is, best of both worlds for you meeting. For right? sure. It's kind of how, food. exactly. It's, it's kind of how it all came about. I was, I, I used to work um, in theater and I traveled all the time and I was fortunate enough to be working on a Broadway show in 2013. And I wanted a little break because I knew I was going out on the road and I was like, oh, what am I going to do here? So I went to culinary school. And in the middle of that, I was like, why the heck did I do this? Why did I spend money on this? What am I doing? <laughs> um, you know, we've all been in those moments in life. <laughs> and um, then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do this, the first like, you know, plant-based version of Diners, Drive-Ins and Dives because I knew I was going back out on the road with a show. So I kind of, you know, took that advantage of being on the road already with a uh, job and then started filming the show as well. Um, nice. But before that, I had toured since, I mean, 2000 six with different shows so i had really been on the road traveling and then of course in 2008 2009 when i went vegan um it became a little more difficult and i started getting really creative on the road traveling so when this did happen i was like well this makes sense it's like you know time to put this all together so to put entertainment then with the education i was getting in the culinary world just made sense to me 
So that's three things, actually. So it's the entertainment, the traveling, mm -hmm. and your cooking. That's yes. incredible. When those, I love when those crossroads meet. You know, where there's yes. like Venn diagram of all yeah. the things you like, and yeah. they just kind of overlap. And it's amazing, right? The universe it works it out, believe it or not. Like, yeah. I'm, I'll be standing in a, you know, waiting for something to start sometimes, and I'll be like in that moment and be like, oh, my gosh, everything I've done in life has led up to this right now. This is crazy. <laughs> That's right. So I got to ask you real quick, what was the show that you were working on in 2013? Uh, the Revival of Annie. Oh, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Oh, that's are fun. You still, are you still doing any of that? Um, no, I've focused primarily, I've gone into trying to get stuff in the entertainment world, primarily with the, the work I do with plant-based mm -hmm. stuff, just so I can, it just feels like what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, yeah. because even in moving, you know, my husband and I are discussing, he's a director and a choreographer and he goes in for auditions and everything. I was like, maybe I'll start auditioning again when I get to Atlanta. And then like, I'm like, no, I think I'm really going to keep my eye on like what I'm actually feels like what I'm supposed to be doing, you know? Well, and so, it's almost like it leads up to that, right? Like it, like right. it helped push you to the next level because yep. I'm a musician. I had I got my music degree and that's my bachelor's degree in music. And sometimes people ask me, well, are you kind of bummed that you don't use your music degree? And I, I, say i use it all the time yeah I mean, it's just aspects of that there's certain yep. disciplines um i still play my guitar i was i um i still want to play with kind of on the side with you know just kind of sure friends that want to jam but yeah um you know i there's a lot so many aspects and things you take away that can fuel the things that you're your new interests so I, oh I yeah Ev like that everything i've done in the past everything i've done in the past all you know is has gone into use with everything i'm doing presently it's, it's kind of crazy that's incredible well justin what's the best place that folks can find you if they're looking to learn more about you i know we talked a little bit about your show that's uh all three seasons are on youtube correct yep all three seasons are on youtube you can find all information the books the show um, and also events, any events I have coming up at veganroadie.com. Uh, and I just finished the Epic Vegan Book Tour, but I do have two Veg Fests coming up. One's November 9th in Atlanta, the Atlanta Veg Fest. Um, okay. And then I also have, not till February, but the Phoenix Veg Fest as well. And then I also have a cooking class coming up uh, in Atlanta as well, Cook's Warehouse on December 9th. We're doing veganized, uh, holiday staples veganized. So, um, I'm hoping a lot of non-vegans take the class so I can show them how to feed their vegan buddies over the holidays. But um, it's, uh, and I think we're, we're almost sold out on that class. So if you're listening and you want a spot in Atlanta, go reserve it right now at Cook's awesome. Warehouse on December 9th. Is, is that something that class, is that something you do around the country or is this something that you're just select about where you do that? Yeah, no, for the book tour for Epic Vegan right now, we just did, I did events in every city. I usually did a pop-up dinner and then a class as well as a stop at a veg fest or just a book signing somewhere. So oh, gotcha. I, I had a lot of fun, like just at different venues um, and just sort of like meeting different people. And you guys asked me about my favorite places too, where I'm where I live, since I'm going to be in Atlanta, I will say Dolce Vegan Bakery is one of my absolute favorite places. Mm, we did I a milkshake pop-up yeah. there on the Epic Vegan Book Tour. It was amazing. That's awesome. cool. Yeah, that one stood out too when we, saw, we were watching your show earlier. So good. Yeah. So we can find you on your website. And then website, um, also Instagram, uh, Facebook, and Twitter at The Vegan Roadie. Sweet. Excellent. And I see on your Instagram, I'm like totally stalking you right now. And <laughs> I see that you just got married. 
I did. Just Yay, two weeks ago. Congratulations. Thank that is so, so awesome. You guys are so cute. Ah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it was the best day ever. <laughs> yep, I know. We had one of those uh, almost four years ago. So, yes. yeah. Congratulations to yeah. you guys, too. I love yeah. it. So. Thanks. Well, Dustin, it's been great having you on the show. We really appreciate it. And we hope you'll stay in touch and let us know what new projects you have. Uh, oh, for sure. I'm going to come visit you and film a new yes. episode, hopefully. Please yeah, do. yeah. Come visit incredible. us. That Thank you for incredible. having me. Yeah. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. We hope you enjoyed that interview with Dustin Harder. He was, he's got such a great energy. I really appreciate that. And I really loved when we discussed how his passions kind of meet all together in this, in, mm. in what he does now. Well, because that's what you talk about a, a lot with, you know, the things that you do and your music and business and, and, you know, working on Vegetarian Zen and how that all has kind of come together. It's very incredible. I mean, I just love that kind of serendipity when things meet like that. So uh, as we mentioned, we will have the links to everything, including Dustin's new book and his previous book also in our show notes. If you head out to vegetarianzen.com forward slash 332. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.